The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello. Hi. It's time to talk about March. It's the beginning of April. So today I wanted to do a recap on what we spent in March. And I've had these months before and it's always really interesting to me because we had a couple of big ticket items, like super big ticket items. And other than that, it was literally the most frugal, low spending month that we've ever had. (laughs) So like if you take away those big costs, but of course you can't take away those big costs, but if you did, everything would be fine. And it just, okay, I'm going to actually talk about what it was. But what it makes me think is I really, at this phase in my life, need to stop sweating how many times I'm going out for coffee, how many times I'm going out for brunch, if I'm spending money on new clothes, because that is like not what's moving the needle. What's moving the needle this month is a $4,000 car repair, about $3,400, I think, that we spent on vacation, and then about $3,000 on home decor. Like those are the things that are making a difference. It's not whether I got the $15 bottle of wine or the $10 bottle of wine. So, all right, here we go. Here is my summary of March. I'm going to start with, I like to start with a savings rate. March was great because my annual bonus got paid out. If my annual bonus had not been paid out, our savings rate would have been pretty low for us, like below 20%. But because my annual bonus did get paid out, it was higher. It was, I think over 50%. I haven't actually done the math or I did do the math on my spreadsheet, but then I updated the numbers to see what it would have been without my bonus. And then I was like, wait, did I just delete that? So now I got to go look up the information and the tax and everything and add it back to see what it was. Anyways, let's talk about March. I always want to know what people are spending on food. So I'll give you our breakdown, but we were out of town for a week. And so this is only for three weeks because I count food spending when I'm on vacation in vacation because it's mostly restaurants. And otherwise my numbers are just going to look weird. It's going to look like I spent all this money at restaurants when I was actually on vacation. So in my mind, restaurant spending is in vacation, but if you do it differently, that's totally fine. So for March, the total that we spent on eating and drinking was just over a thousand dollars. It was a thousand and forty dollars. Again, not including vacation. And the way I do my budget is I break that down to groceries, takeout, alcohol, coffee, and restaurants. Did I say four categories? I meant five if I said four. I can't remember what I said now. So the big ones, the biggest one is usually groceries. This month it was $466, which is really, really low. But again, we were out of town for a week. So that pretty much explains that. Restaurants was $382. So one was like a pretty nice dinner. I think it was almost $200. And it was just a celebration dinner with friends 
friends. I can't remember. I think we ended up, we, we'd been trying to get it on the books for a couple of weeks. And then we were trying to remember why we scheduled this celebration dinner. And it was like, each one of us had something to celebrate. <laughs> one person had started a new job. One person had been paid a bonus. One person was going on a trip or something. It, it, anyways, it was fun. But so one big pricey celebration dinner out with friends. And then four times we were just too lazy. It was like, Hey, do you want to not cook tonight? Great. And so we just went out and had like casual Mexican food for dinner or went out for like a casual brunch on a Sunday morning just to not cook. So that was nice. Alcohol was $108. And that was just one trip to Trader Joe's, stocked up on some wine and grabbed some gin, which is, I'm a gin drinker. I just, I really do love gin. I, for some reason, it feels like not a very fashionable thing to drink, but I really enjoy it. So let's see. Takeout was $58. A good chunk of that was a dozen donuts from kind of a fancy donut shop that we got half for us and half because we had some people coming over. And then three times I was going to the office a lot this month. So three times I went through a McDonald's drive-thru for breakfast on the way to work. That's like my on the way to work treat. I don't go every time I go into the office, but I I go often. (laughs) And then that also included, I mean, really little things like a frozen yogurt at Ikea and a trip to Chipotle. And then lastly, under food, coffee shops was $25. And that was just three trips to various local coffee shops here for coffee or coffee and a pastry. Now I have started breaking out a category that I'm calling hosting. And so I'm roughly trying to put the cost for when we have people over for dinner into the separate category. And that was $245. We hosted friends over for dinner twice. One night, just two guests. So a couple came over and then another night it was two couples. So four guests came over. I'm not tracking this super carefully, but usually when we have guests come over for dinner, there is a separate trip to the store, right? Like if they're coming over on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, there's a quick stop at the grocery store to grab whatever we need to make for dinner or grab an extra bottle of wine or two to make sure that we're prepared for guests. So I haven't super been breaking that out. Like, oh, well, I bought, you know, a bag of potatoes and only half was for guests. I'll put half into hosting and half into gr- No, I just, whatever I buy on that trip, I put into that category. So that seems about right. Like, like $245 for two dinner parties, basically. Like that seems roughly right to me. And if it's a little bit off, then it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm not that interested in tracking it that, that closely, but I do like the idea of having it as a separate line item. Okay. So that's food. And then jumping into the three expensive things from this month. Number one, driving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, it's funny. Cause I really want a new car. And then I'm like, I don't need a new car. Driving's already costing me so much money. So the big, big thing was auto maintenance, $4,300. I don't even know what this is for. Something about struts or shocks and struts, struts and shocks, something. I don't know. Our car is 10 years old and I just take it to a reputable mechanic that has a million five-star reviews. We've had good experiences there as far as I know. Who knows? They could be totally ripping us off, but I don't think that they are. So we just go there and we do what they say. And I mean, even in their defense, that one thing they said we could hold off on. And I was like, let's just do it now. I don't even want to have to go back in a few months because because it's just an extra trip. So $4,300 for auto maintenance. And then even just my regular driving costs this month though, was almost $400. It was $382 tolls, gas, insurance, parking. Oh, but a big chunk of that was we had to renew our car's registration this month. It just, it feels like so much money and I really want a new car, but I just went into my insurance app and started to play around with quotes for if I did get a new car and just the insurance alone would be like an extra $180 a month. So, I think I need to just keep driving my older car for a while, but 
but it's going to be funny to come back and listen to this if I don't end up doing that. So I will for sure keep you posted if I, if I do end up getting a new one. Okay. So my number one expensive thing was that car repair. There were three things. Number two was home decor. I've talked about this a little bit on Instagram, on the podcast. I really, one of my goals for this year was to get our house to a place where it felt finished, like polished. Right. And so I've been buying things on and off. Actually, just some of this, some of this I bought in February, some in March, and I just put all the expenses in March. So it'd be easy for me to see a total about $3,000 total. Let's see, $3,067. And I posted a big list of everything I ended up buying on Instagram. I want to do a whole blog post of like, Hey, here's everything I bought. And here's the breakdown. Mentally, I was thinking that I was going to set a budget of about $5,000 for the year. So I've spent $3,000, which means I have $2,000 left, which is actually great because there's probably one or two more things I might want to get for the house. And then I'd also like to get some new patio furniture. We've been using these plastic Adirondack chairs and they, you know, they do the job. You can sit outside and enjoy a summer night, but I'd like to get something a little bit nicer. So I'm happy I have money left in the budget, but $3,000, it was a mix of West Elm, Ikea and home goods. And I mean, high level ended up buying a lot of like five or six vases, a bunch of throw pillows. I got new bedding for our bed and then also for the guest room. So new duvet covers and, you know, decorative pillows and, and throws for the end of the bed, that kind of thing. I got a bunch of new plants from Ikea. Ikea sells live plants and the prices are very reasonable. So I got like four new plants and little basket thingies to put them in. I got one fake plant for a corner that just doesn't get enough light. And I know that a plant that went there would just be going there to die. So I got some new pillows for the couch and a new blanket for the couch. Oh, new dining room chairs and the new nightstands. Oh, and a, oh, this awesome sconce that you hang on the wall. That looks really cool. So I was pretty pumped about that. I'm sure I'm missing one or two things, but in any, in any case, a little bit of high end, a little bit of low end. All of the pillows were really expensive. I bought a bunch of pillow covers from West Elm and that is a thing that I never, like $30 just for the pillow cover and doesn't even include the part that goes inside. That feels really expensive to me, but I really like like them and they look good and they make me happy. So that was that. That was thing number two. And then the thing number three that was expensive this month is we went on vacation. So, uh, we've been doing this thing where if one of us has to go to a city for work, the other one just tags along and works from the hotel during the week. And then we stay through the weekend. And so we did that in the Bay area. Um, so we were kind of outside the city during the week. And then we spent the weekend long weekend in San Francisco. I'm going to post a whole breakdown on the blog. It's lizgetsloaded.com, but we spent $3,400 and the breakdown is so bananas. $1,000 was lifts and Uber rides because we were trying to see friends all over. We didn't have a car, public transportation. I kept looking and it was always like going to be just take so long. It wasn't even worth it. And I just can't believe, like I knew it was adding up, but I did not know we spent over a thousand dollars on Lyfts and Uber. So woof. So that was a big chunk of it. And then $700 was actually just for one dinner. We went to Chez Panisse, which is a really well-known Alice Waters restaurant in Berkeley. And it was really good. They have two, if you're, in case you care, in case you're wondering if it was worth it, they have two parts of the restaurant. So they have a cafe upstairs where you order off of a menu. And then they have a fixed price spot downstairs where you don't get to order off the menu. And it's more expensive 
expensive. I've been to both. I recommend the cafe upstairs more. They're both lovely. They're both like life-changing meals. (laughs) So good. Amazing service, amazing food, just really an experience that I think is worth it if you have the money in the budget for it. But I would do the upstairs. I don't know if that, I don't know if I would spend $700 on that dinner again, although it was very good. And then flights, we only actually had to spend one night in a hotel because work was paying for the hotel during the week. And then a friend of mine happened to be out of town that weekend. So we got to stay at her place for free and then just had to do one night in a hotel. And then everything was just expensive. I mean, even just casual breakfast at a little cafe was like 50 or $60. So it all added up, but it was really, really fun. We walked around a ton, saw a bunch of friends and had a great time. But I hadn't, I had earmarked, I think about 2000 or $2,500. And we definitely went way over budget on this. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, like I said, I have the full breakdown posted on listgetsloaded.com, but I will say the total for the month without our mortgage. Um, I don't post our mortgage for a bunch of reasons, but if you, I always post our total expenses without the mortgage, our total expenses without the mortgage, like the lowest month we usually have is around $4,000 a month. This month was $13,000. But if you take away the car repair and the vacation and the home decor, it comes down to $2,600 for the month, which is, which would be by far, like far and away the lowest month we've had in years. I mean, that would just be so, so, so low. And it's kind of not fair to think of it that way because again, we were out of town for a week. So if you take away the vacation, it's only like three weeks worth of living expenses instead of four weeks. But even when you adjust for that, it's still like the lowest spending month that we've had in a very long time. And I just think that's really interesting. Why don't I ever have a super low spend month like that when there's not a random high expense, like a car repair also thrown in there at the same time, you know, that would be really nice or a vet bill or it's always something, right? So I thought this month was kind of interesting. Two other things that I think are worth mentioning. One, again, because my annual bonus got paid out, I decided that this is the month to max out both of our IRAs. So we do backdoor Roth IRA and it's funny, it's not hard. It's not a lot of steps. I think doing a backdoor Roth IRA is one of those things that sounds complicated, but it's really not complicated, but it is just complicated enough because I only do it once a year that I always forget where to click. And so I was getting annoyed. Like, wait, what do I, what do I do? And having to, you know, Google the directions (laughs) every year to make sure that I'm doing it right. So that happened this month. That was $13,000, but of course it's not spending that's investing. So I don't count that as spending. And then my favorite thing that I spent money on this month was a yellow purse from a French brand. I think it's called Porsche. I was in San Francisco and saw a friend of mine carrying this amazing yellow leather purse. And I was like, what is that? That is so cute. Where's it from? I want it. And she couldn't remember. She was like, I don't know. I got it at a boutique in Paris years ago. And so I was thinking, oh, there's no way I really want this. Like I thought about offering my friend, but like, well, like how much do you want for it? Because I will pay you for the one that you have in your hand right now. But I didn't, but that, uh, so I saw her during the week and then that weekend she was out of town and she is the friend whose apartment that we stayed at and her purse was sitting out on her dresser. And I, I was like, there's gotta be a label or a brand on here somewhere. And I looked and I found the brand and looked it up and I did have to have it shipped from Paris <laughs> or it came from France. I guess I, I don't remember exactly where it came from, but it was $300 and I'm not really a fancy purse person. And I, you know, you might not even think $300 counts as a fancy purse. It's really funny. It's all relative, right? Like this is the most expensive purse handbag wallet I've owned by far. But of course there are lots of people out there with very, very high-end designer handbags. So compared to that, this is relatively affordable. (laughs) I want to say that carefully. Again, it's all relative, but I love it so much. 
I have been carrying it with me everywhere to the grocery store, out to dinner, hanging out with friends. And I just absolutely love it. I feel like it makes all of my even casual outfits look nicer. And from a practical standpoint, I've just been keeping a lot of my stuff in my little purse. I really haven't, I haven't carried a purse in so long because I always carry my work bag with me. I haven't had like a proper purse in so long, but I've been leaving my sunglasses and my wallet and my keys and my purse. So when I get ready to go, it's actually really convenient because they're all in my purse instead of in various coat pockets, which is my usual MO. So I'm pumped about that. I linked to the brand on the blog if you want to take a look at what that was. But yeah, March, the weather was wild and the spending was wild. <laughs> like I said, everything, my full budget breakdown, everything that we spent on everything is on the blog. I feel like it sounds like I'm plugging the blog a lot. Mostly I'm just being lazy and saying, hey, I'm not going to read out every dollar that we spent. But if you are interested in that, you could you can go look at it online. I love seeing other people's spending breakdowns. So I post mine because I want to encourage other people to post theirs. So if you post yours and you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram or leave it in a comment on the blog, I would like love to go read through it and see what you spent your money on. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. So thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, you could do something really quick. You could just take a screenshot and then post that to your social media of choice. Like, Hey, I'm listening to this podcast and I really like it because I'm nosy or I like the sound of this lady's voice, or I actually think this is ridiculous and I just hate listen to it. That's totally fine. I'll take, I'll take the play. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Truly, truly, truly. I appreciate you so much. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But, and just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought, you do you.